You're listening to the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And we're from the OtakuSpirit.com website, where you can go for all of our anime, new and old, Greek media, the form links at the top, social media links on the right side, and all that good stuff. And yes, today is our summer 2020 anime season preview. Now, it might be difficult <laughs> to believe that there's anything going to come out right now, but um, there's some. It's like just barely hitting 20-ish. <laughs> so yeah, I was... Uh, when I went to, of course, check the usual time that we do our summer preview, I kind of figured it was around the, you know, halfway point of this month. So I hesitantly opened up the any chart list and I double cross check with my anime list, see what all they had listed for it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's not many. The positive thing is that <laughs> there's lots of edgy. <laughs> yes, there is. For those that like edgy. And there is, of course, the. Uh, once again, promised that we were going to get the continuations of certain shows, the finales of a lot of shows. So we'll see if they actually do this time release. <laughs> but as it stands now, this is the current as of the 13th of June list of anime that is scheduled to premiere and air in summer 2020. Yeah, and here I was thinking that that our our vacation was probably going to be over. So, <laughs> well, what's funny is that not technically many shows like stopped last. Year. I mean, yeah, we did have you know Snafu and Sword on the Line. Several shows, you know, got pushed off into the next season, like right off the bat before the season even started. But for all the shows that were designated as going to be stopping mid season. Most of them actually concluded. There was like probably three shows. There was the Breakwater show, Balance Unlimited, and the Bungo show got delayed a little bit. Hmm. And then the Railgun, I think, got delayed a little bit too. So not too many shows technically did fully get a delay, but um, summer's looking worse <laughs> in, in regards to how many shows are actually airing because... I, if I remember correctly, summer is usually a big season. Like, usually a lot of shows in summer, obviously, for the sake of summer uh, and and vacations and stuff. So, I don't know. But, with all that said, but I think technically spring's usually supposed to be the big ones. Which it was going to be a really big one. But yeah, yeah it was. That said, we do have some shows to go through. And like I said, this is all subject to change. Uh, English na- names could actually change. Uh, there's just English names that I found for them. Some of them could change, some couldn't, or some might stay the same. Uh, again, a lot of these shows could be delayed. Some could actually hit their dates. But I think for the most part, this is a pretty solid list for what's actually coming out. So keep that in mind coming up here soon with uh, July. Because I think most of the stuff starts about July 4th-ish. So right at the beginning of July. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. As usual, we kind of go through all the new titles and give you a the name of the show that's in Japanese, sometimes giving you a English title for it, the studio that works on it, what the studio's done, the genres you can look forward to if you were looking for particular genres, uh, any interesting people that are working on the project itself, and if I do have any information on where it's streaming at, because a lot of these do get picked up pretty quickly these days, and we'll kind of give an idea of what we think of the trailer itself. So after we finish the new shows, we'll go into... The returning series, shows that have been around for a while and are coming back for another core. And then finally, we'll talk a little bit about shorts and ONAs and movies that are, might possibly pique people's interest. So, yeah, let's start things off with The God of High School. This one is, it all began as a fighting tournament to seek out the best fighter amongst the high school students in Korea. Mori Jin, a Taekwondo specialist and a high school student, soon learns that there is something much greater beneath the stage of the tournament. And this one's being done by Studio Mappa. And they did uh, Terror Residence, Yuri on Ice, Kakuguriri, Zombieland Saga, Punchline. 
genres are action, sci-fi, adventure, comedy, supernatural, martial arts, fantasy. And uh, the source is, of course, a, a South Korean web manhwa. And the director is Seong Hu Park, who did Juni Tyson and Garo's Vanishing Line. And as the PV would lead you to believe, this is indeed a Crunchyroll show. So uh, I was joking to Chris that they have like the whole press background thing going on. It has just Crunchyroll spattered all around all of it. So apparently Crunchyroll is uh, sponsoring the underground fighting tournament that involves uh, underage children. Oh, I that's see. Sa- that doesn't sound like something you should be promoting. <laughs> yeah, we like to put money into underground blood matches between children. <laughs> that sounds like a good thing to put a name on. <laughs> I don't know if they thought of that or not. <laughs> I'm certain somebody out there will not be joking about that and actually take it seriously and say that's a very terrible thing that they should be doing. Uh, but yeah, I believe this is another one of the ones that uh, Crunchyroll was broadcasting about being one of their originals, something that they're putting money into. So uh, good on them. Hopefully it's a successful one. Now, this was kind of at the same time, again, kind of promoted with several other uh, webtoon. And mostly from what I looked at, they're all manhwa based or, or Korean man- mangas. Which does have me a little bit hesitant because I'm not usually a big fan of the uh, anime based on uh, manhwas. They, I, I think it's usually the humor that I don't really get. All it, I does, it doesn't feel familiar to me. So hopefully this one will be better. Tower of God. Granted, we haven't watched but like five episodes of it. I'm not a huge fan of. Hopefully this one, even though it's kind of equally as hyped that I'm seeing from people as Tower of God was. Hopefully this one is uh, grabs my attention quicker because Tower of God hasn't really grabbed my attention quite yet. So, But it's yeah. Papa, so I do have a lot of hope for Mappa. I just see a lot of a lot of um, crazy, fun violence. I Hopefully it won't, won't be based too much around... Uh, I, it, it's a simple concept, so it's hard to mess it up. So it's a it tournament be art, fun. the yeah. anime. <laughs> I was just joking to Chris the, the other day about um, what show was it that was doing a tournament out of nowhere? Uh, oh, I think it was the eighth, the eighth son. Are you kidding me? Like they had the whole tournament thing pop up. Thankfully, it was only one episode, but it's like every now and then that, that tournament art pops up, and it's like I wonder if there's some weird thing in Japan where they just love tournaments so much, and I and I understand the idea that it technically can be used as a way of making people that don't normally fight each other fight each other. It's a big thing with, you know, shonens and stuff. is an easy way to, why would you want these two characters to fight that are friends? Oh, do a tournament arc. Yeah. Then they have to fight each other, and they can go all out. So, but yeah, uh, hopefully it's got some interesting stuff behind it. The PV kind of hints at, you know, everybody having their own reason for wanting to win this tournament, whether it's money, respect, um, pride, all that kind of stuff is all mixed in there. So maybe I, the selling point will end up being based on the synopsis and the PV. If you've read the manga, don't, it's okay. I'll figure it out eventually when the show comes out. Um, but hopefully it'll be one of those things where each one of these characters actually has a deep backstory and you want to see them win based on that. Cause that's the real thing that, you know, sports shows in general will, will grab, you know, a lot of viewers that aren't normally into sports is, do you root for the characters? Or do they have a story that actually grabs you? And this could be, it could be one. So, we'll see. Cool stuff there. That's the god of high school. Check that out on Crunchyroll when it comes out in July. Moving forward to a show that me and Chris have been watching for a very long time. (laughs) I'm surprised not neither, neither one of us actually went out and like got the manga or something like that just to <laughs> just jump into it before the show because we've been every PV that's come out we've we've checked out. Uh, but that is uh, Rent a Girlfriend, or the Japanese title is Kanojo Okara ok- Okari Shimasu, and this one is in today's Japan. Rental services can deliver in an afternoon with a friend, a parent, even a fake girlfriend. After a staggering betrayal by his girlfriend, hapless freshman Kazuya gets just desperate enough to give it a try. But he's quick to discover how complicated it can be to rent a, an emotional connection. 
and his new girlfriend, unquotes, girlfriend, <laughs> who's trying to keep her side hustle uh, secret, will panic when she finds out her real life and Kazuya's are intertwined in uh, surprising in surprising ways. Family, school, and life all start to go wrong, too. So this one's being done by Studio TMS Entertainment, uh, who did Dr. Stone, Relife, Megalobox, and Fruits Basket here recently, the new one. Uh, genres are comedy, etchy, romance, and drama. These sources of manga. The creator is Reiji Miyajima, who did a series composition for 22-7. Uh, and the big thing to kind of note is that the cast itself is pretty packed with a lot of really popular female seiyus, including Ryu Takahashi, Sora uh, Amamiya, Aoyuki, and now Toyama. And the music's being done by the Peggies, and the series composition is being done by Mitsutaka Hirota, who did Anime Gotteries and Sweetness and Lightning. So, lots of stuff going for it. This is definitely one that uh, we've been absolutely chomping at the bit to get get a chance to watch this show. I can't wait. It looks so adorable and so ornery at the same time. It looks like too much fun. Can't wait. Yeah, the fun things that that kind of look like it with the you know the PVs that we've seen is it seems like each one of these girls has a different kind of connection with them, and I think the exploration of that you know their quote unquote working side <laughs> and their quote unquote personal side and how those are going to kind of intermingle sounds really fun. That aspect of getting connection with somebody who are they fake? Is that the attitude they're giving you when you're renting them? Is that a real love or is it just for the actual work itself? It could actually do some really cool stuff while at the same time throwing in a ton of etchy and a lot of comedy in there as well. And I think that's really going to be its its shining side. And it's a good studio to do it with. They have a solid pedigree with them. So these girls look definitely cute. The seiyus are doing a fantastic job. Grandma likes asking girls about having sex. <laughs> so uh, it, it looks really interesting in that regard. And they're, they're absolutely adorable. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. This is one I've been actually looking forward to for a long time. So definitely, probably besides the Returners, it's my most anticipated show of this season. So um, I'm easy like that. Whatever I'm, I'm definitely easy. I, I, I'm all, all over this one. Now, the only problem is I don't necessarily like the male Seiyu for the main character. So hopefully... Well, I think that it's, it's hopefully him, his, finally uh, getting a, him finally getting Black a chance. Black Clover side doesn't come out. <laughs> we have Asta uh, as uh, the main character. Hopefully that doesn't uh, come out too much. Hopefully you don't get too many Black Clover screams. I didn't realize that was Black Clover guy. I, I did recognize his voice, though. I was like, oh, it's f- he, he finally gets a, a <laughs> kind of a main character. No, he I, had Asta. Why, he... why do I recognize that voice so much? Oh, yeah, that one's... um. We'll see. We'll see. It's just, he like has a shock moment in there. I'm like, I hope that's not the Ranta scream moment. <laughs> uh, Asta scream, not Ranta. So yeah, uh, Kanojo Akari Shimasa Masu, or Rent-A-Girlfriend. Looking forward to that one for sure. Moving on. Uh, this one is Mao Gakuen no Fute Kigosha. And this one is English title is roughly The Misfit of the Demon King Academy. Uh, despite their appetite for destruction, even Demon King tire of all the blood and chaos sometimes. When Anoth incarnates in the hopes of a more peaceful life, he ends up going to school with his descendants in, a, in his old castle 2,000 years later. But with magic on its last leg in this era, no one is able to assess Anoth's true power. So it looks like a time time jump. So they're going to intermingle with the idea of probably his ancestors with him. <laughs> is there is there a term for that? Is that technically incest? Is that incest? <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that uh, uh, I don't know, uh, descendant incest? Descendants? S-S? I don't know. I'm trying really hard. Uh, studio is going to be Silverlink. They did, of course, Kokoro Connect, Chivalry of Fail Knight, and Nanampiori. Genres are comedy, fantasy, romance, school, magic. Uh, this one, the source is a light novel, and the director is Shin Onoma, 
who did uh, Unhappy Baka to Test, uh, F, Telememories and Melodies, I think it is, uh, Death March, Fate Clyde Liner Movies, and Kokoro Connect, and Watamote. So definitely has a pedigree for comedies in there (laughs) and fantasies, so it's got those covered. Yeah, the... um, TV didn't really have me all that much excited. I, I did get a huge kick out of two moments in it. One was where he was spinning a tower like a basketball on his finger. <laughs> and at the very end, uh, it, it I, I'm guessing it translates to him basically picking his own name as a baby. So he, he's like in his parents, his mom's arms, and he, they're asking what he should name him. And he like blurts out his name, like, this is going to be my name kind of thing. <laughs> so, yeah, other than that, it just kind of looked like a... A cocky demon guy being super overpowered, so it doesn't really. Of course, again, I don't have a translation for what's happening in the other, the rest of the dialogue, so it could be a lot of funny stuff in there. But this is the one's going to have to be a wait and see for me. I I <laughs> I I'm so stuck on the uh, his he's sleeping with his descendants, but he's obviously a a younger kid. So did he? Uh, have a kid before he went back in time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that could be. He could probably not have any descendants. Well, it said descendants, so wouldn't it's, technically it, saying descendants be that they are from his kin? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm technically holding out hope that this is going to be one of those, uh, he, he, mostly him being just absurd and and joking about the fact that he's just so overpowered. I'd rather that. Then him just be flat out overpowered and nobody can deal with it. So it looks like it looks like it could be fun. So I'm I'm holding out hope on it and can't wait. Yep. There you go. Mao Gakuen no Fute Kigosha or the Misfit of Demon King Academy. Moving on, we have Decadence or Decadence. I think it's kind of it kind of pronounced it Decadence, which is. I guess the same thing. Anyways, <laughs> this one is many years have passed since humanity was dri- ha- was driven to the brink of extinction by the sudden emergence of an unknown life form, Godol. Those humans that survived now dwell in a 3,000 meter high mobile fortress decadence uh, built to protect themselves from the Godol threat. Denizens of decadence fall into two categories, gears Warriors who fight the Gadol daily, and tankers, those that without skill uh, to fight. One day, Natsumi, a tanker girl who dreams of becoming a gear, meets Surly Kaburagi, an armor repairman of decadence. This chance meet between them, uh, the seemingly two opposites, the girl with a positive attitude who never gives up on her dreams, and the realist who has given up on his will eventually shake the future course of this world. This one's being done by Studio Nut, who's pretty much only done <laughs> Saga of Tanya Evil. Uh, the genres are sci-fi and action. The source is an original. The director is Yuzura, Yuzuru uh, Tachikawa, who did Death Billiards, Death Parade, Mob Psycho 100 uh, Season 2, and did a sistorial work for Terror and Resonance. And the writer is Hiroshi Seko, who wrote Attack on Titan Lost Girls, and did seri- uh, script and series composition for Vinland Saga, Attack on Titan, Seraph of the Inn, and Cabinary of the Iron Fortress. So, definitely has some great pedigree behind the writing and directing. It does kind of bring up the whole question of <laughs> why are they doing something so similar to Taga- Tanya the Evil <laughs> with this whole... There's a lot of aerial combat happening in the se- in this actual trailer, so that definitely seems like something they enjoy doing, which is something that they did with Ta- uh, Tanya the Evil. It doesn't look like their CGI has gotten any better. Uh, I mean, it looks good. It's just it doesn't blend well with the animation, and that's always kind of been their problem. So it definitely looks like they are improving a lot, but again, going by a trailer, it's very different. I mean, Ta- Tanya the Evil trailer was like perfection the entire trailer whereas the show itself you know had its its issues here and there but hopefully they've improved a lot they did a whole the Tanya the evil movie i haven't got a chance to see that one yet but hopefully they've improved a lot and this is something that they can actually um 
do more with. I mean, having such a decently, uh, well, not decently, <laughs> a very well-known director and a very good writer in the mix. Hopefully they have the budget to do something with that story. So I'm excited for it just for based on the, the people that are working on it for sure. Yeah, I, 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 a lot of the characters are all over the places. You've got purple people. You've got, <laughs> you've got <laughs> random. Uh, I, the, the, this, this uh, PB is just out of, out of, out of this world. There's all kinds of crazy stuff going on. I'm actually really. I think that I, I'm excited about it. I'm. There is some concern. I don't know that this is necessarily a story i'll probably follow very much but hey i'm i'm willing to give it a try it definitely looks interesting yep yep, yep. yeah decadence definitely looking forward to that one uh it's going to be on funimation they want you to know that in the trailer <laughs> so if you're looking to watch that one look forward to it on funimation streaming platform roberts <laughs> <laughs> fix your app no joking <laughs> It, it, it needs no, fixing that. No, no, he not really, he's not I'm joking. Not really, I'm not. I'm I'm joking like I'm not mean 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 about it. Yeah, but I'm not joking about the fact that it needs to be fixed. <laughs> uh, moving on to more fun, we have our next one, another etchy show, which is going to be Uzaki Chan uh, wa Oshibate Oshi Oso Aso Bitai. And this one is Uzaki uh, Chan wants to hang out. Is the English title. Uh, Sakurai Shinichi's one wish is for little peace and quiet, but Uzaki Hana, his boisterous, well-endowed classmate, has other plans. All she wants to do is hang out and poke fun at him. With the help of her chipper charm and pep- uh, peppy uh, persistence, this might be, just be the start of a beautiful relationship. This will be done by Studio NGI, who did uh, pretty much just Kimono Michi Rise Up. Uh, genres are comedy, etchy, romance, and slice of life. The source is a manga, and the series composition is being done by Taka, Takashi Aoshima, who did Yuru Yuri, uh, Uzumade, Naoken, If Her Flag Breaks, Minami K, and Katora-san. So. Yeah, thankfully, even though I did not like the look of Kimono, Kimono Michi Rise Up, comedies typically don't. Well, that's the funny thing, because with, with Kimono, Kimono Michi Rise Up, it did some really cool things with the action scenes. <laughs> but yeah, it didn't really hold well together visually. I don't really expect this one to really hold visually well, but at the same time, it's a comedy, so there's not too much movement happening. But based off the extremely long PV for this show, <laughs> I know I'm going to love it, because she looks like an absolute dork. So, excited? Yeah, I'm. I there's there's something about this. I don't know wh- how I. it seems... Because I've obviously I've never read the the manga, but it, I've there's something about this character that has this aspect of familiarity, and I and it's been driving me crazy. I maybe it's a a, a manga that I've ding, uh, clicked on and wanted to read, but I haven't for whatever reason. But definitely interested in it. I can't wait to see what's going on with it. The overly goofy and clingy girl to the main character who thinks that she's extreme bother that doesn't seem like something that is awfully familiar from something somewhere i, I don't know <laughs> well no her the character artwork is very familiar like i've seen a character like this and i i can only assume it's a one that i've clicked on thinking about looking at it and never actually have oh gotcha gotcha the character design all right that is Uzaki-chan wants to hang out. Look forward to that if you're looking for a goofy little comedy. Moving on, we have Peter Grill to Kinja no Jikan, or Peter Grill and the Philosopher's Time. The story centers around a titular protagonist, the adventurer Peter Grill, the strongest man in the world. While he has a girlfriend named Liv- uh, Luvia, Luvilia, who he's sworn to spend the rest of his life with, Lavilia still believes that babies are delivered by storks. <laughs> and in the two years since their relationship began, Peter and Lavilia have uh, has not progressed beyond holding hands. In the meantime, various other women, such as two ogre twins 
and an elf all want him so that they can bear strong children. Peter has to avoid all manner of temptation and plots, and, uh, all while feeling guilty towards Lavilia. So, yeah. Done by Studio Wolfsbane, which I don't know if they're a spinoff of another studio or what, but I wasn't able to find anything on Wolfsbane. Uh, the genres are comedy, etchy, and fantasy. The source is a manga, and the director is Tatsumi, who's basically just done a bunch of hentai. So, <laughs> uh, nothing to note without incriminating myself. So, what do you think, Chris? Is this a keeper? <laughs> I, the, going in, going into the 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 first glimpses of it, it was like, oh my gosh, this is. I I mean, we're, we've got elephants flying everywhere. We've got uh, ear teasing. <laughs> So, yeah, this is a, this is a crazy crazy PV. I I'm I'm I am excited about it. I want to see what how what kind of hijinks they can do in this one. I'll do you a favor, Funimation. Don't license this one. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just gonna save you the trouble. This isn't one that you want to license because it literally the, I mean the director and the fact that it's an unknown studio. Leads me to believe this is going to be probably something similar to uh, interspecies reviewers. It's probably just a borderline, literally borderline Edo, or as most people know as hentai, which is just straight up porn. So just keep that in mind. This literally is probably going to be something like that, where it's like it's not really showing the actual act, but it's probably going to show everything else. That's what this is going to be. So. They're going to get as close to it as possible. Just, yeah. just, just, we're, we're telling you. <laughs> yeah, they already have the God rays and stuff in the PV, and when you have the God rays in the PV, yeah, nothing's going to be held back. <laughs> <laughs> so, and again, an unknown studio and an, <laughs> a hentai director. So, yeah, Peter Grill and the Philosopher's Time. If you're into that stuff, definitely check that one out. Other than that, I like, I like a lot of the character designs, too. I, I'm surprisingly into a lot of the character designs. Besides, I mean, besides, besides the main character, he looks pretty te- Tengo Tenge-ish. <laughs> like old school Shonen-ish looking. But like all the other characters, the girls and stuff look really great. So could be a lot of fun. And the elephant looks cute, too. <laughs> I mean, he even opens his mouth like he's what? barking. Speaking of shows that should not be on uh, on uh, Funimation. And then uh, our next one in the etchy realm. I told you there's going to be a lot of etchy this season. <laughs> Monster Musume no Oisha-san. Oisha-san. This one is Monster Girl Doctor. In the town of Linworm, where monsters and humans coexist, Dr. Glenn runs an ex- uh, exemplary... Uh, medical clinic for monster girls with his uh, Lamia assistant Safi. Safi, I'm guessing it's be Safi. Uh, whether receiving uh, receiving an a marriage proposal by a centaur injured in battle, palpitating the injure injury of a maid uh, mermaid, or suturing the delicate wounds of a flesh golem, Doctor Glenn performs his job with grace and confidence. But when an unsavory character seeks to steal a harpy's egg, how will the unflappable Dr. Glenn respond? Uh, I guess that explains the whole harpy scene in there. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I literally have all the characters from Monster Muzume here in Monster Muzume Doctor mode. So I don't know. I don't. The the writer is not the same writer as Monster Muzume. So I know it's not the same person, but damn if it doesn't look like extremely similar. course they did the they did like there was a whole bunch of different monster girl mangas and stuff at the time that was really getting popular so a uh, studio is arvo animation who's pretty much only done we never learn with uh, studio silver his dramas are comedy etchy fantasy and romance the source is a light novel the director is yoshiyaki uh awasaki who did love hina familiar of zero el hazar 2 and the series composition by Hideki Shirane, who did Day Live, Danmachi, and Dream Eater Mary. So they definitely know what they're doing in this particular genre. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it looks dorky. Like I said, it it literally looks like the spinning image of Monster Musume, but now it's a doctor. So if that's if you loved Monster Musume and you want more of it, that's just, this is probably you already know you're Well, gonna I think this. that they're gonna be probably focusing more on the weirder aspects that, that Monster Musume kinda touched on, but not necessarily actually followed completely, which was the like the skin molting scene and the uh, laying the egg scene and all that stuff where everybody was like, okay, this is kind of weird, but ki- kind of strangely erotic. No, well, I guess, yeah, that too. <laughs> want to but... paint it erotic? <laughs> Why is this erotic? This is not cool. <laughs> but no, yeah. That was the thing, because like Monster Musume was that... And the other aspect of it was the racial tensions. They, I mean, they slightly hinted on the idea that, you know, they liked him because he didn't treat them like the rest of the, the world did. And I don't know if that's going to be something that's going to happen with here. Could be. Is the fact that they're coexisting, not necessarily quote-unquote coexisting, but, ne- you know, like an underlying issue there that's not really all that... Positive. Yeah, it looks like if if it I I seriously doubt it because it looks like they vastly outnumber the humans where in in this world because we were seeing gobs upon gobs of monster girls in yeah, true. I didn't really see but him as far as the humans. I there may have been more but I didn't see him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we'll see how that one turns out. Again, Monster Do- Monster Doctor Girl, Monster Doctor Girl, Monster Doctor Monster Girl Doctor and Monster Mozume no Oisha-san. Uh, next one we have Gabiati or Gibiati? Gibiate? I think it's Gibiate. In 2020, uh, 2030, Japan, a virus has infected humans throughout the world. Infected people turn into different forms of monsters based on their ages, sexes, and races. The virus is uh, named Gib- Gibia after being rich in variety like Gibia. Just then, a pair of samurai and ninja appear in such a blighted wasteland of Japan. They both traveled from the early uh, Edo period, fighting together with help from a doctor who tries to find a cure for Gibia. Facing uh, ceaseless attacks from Gibia and outlaws that attack travelers for food, they start the dangerous journey with enemies all around. This is being done by Studio. I'm guessing it's Lunchbox. It's like L hyphen A hyphen U N C H box. Uh, the genres are action. The source is original, and the writer is Ryo Aoki, who did Bonjour Sweet Love Patisserie or wrote it, as well as uh, Inride did the draft on that one. So, the director is Masahiko Komino who did work for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I think he was the an episode director or episode script writer and a character designer. And did uh do as a animation and uh, character design. So interesting. Interesting thing. <laughs> it's it's like one of those ones where it's like this looks interesting, but I can't find anything on it. And the well I can, I can find the writer and director, but the the studio just kind of comes out of nowhere, <laughs> so can't really say for sure if I'm excited or not. I mean, it's got a really created world itself, and there's a lot of work done on the character designs. So I don't know. I th- I kind of like the artwork. I'm I'm just this doesn't look like it would work for me in any way, shape, or form. But it looks freaking as far as character art work is concerned, it looks amazing. Like one of those ones where it visually looks great in the PV, you know, like the style and everything, and then it's one of those ones that you can kind of see hints in the PV itself that you're not going to hold any of this together, are you? <laughs> it's just it, it, when you have a PV as half of it's just mostly panning stills and and artwork, it doesn't really elicit too much confidence. But we'll see, we'll see. It's got an interesting world and um, some interesting character designs, so we'll see if it can do something cool with it. Or just be a action show. <laughs> it could just be an action show. Uh, but that is Gibiate or Gibiat, 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 something like that. Check that one out if that one sounds interesting. 
Moving on to our next one. Still got more. We're not out yet. Dokyo Hentai HX Eros or H Cross Eros. I'm not sure exactly which one they're going for because they do both half the time. The story of the series follows Reto Angel, a high school student who joins the superhero team Heroes, which is H X Eros, in order to combat the dread. You know where we're going with this, right? <laughs> in order to combat the dreaded Kisei Mushi. A race of alien invaders that feed off the collective libidos of human race. Just another suggestion. Funimation, you don't want this one either. Don't, yeah. Just, <laughs> just so That's here. three this month, this, this year. I, you just don't want. We are like literally. We're saving walking, you trouble. Yeah. yeah, we're walking cost savings right here. <laughs> we are saving you thousands of dollars. Studio is project number nine, who did Neto Yame. Uh, Ryo's work is never done. High School Project has it great in another life as well. And Nelkin. This one, the genres are action, comedy, romance, etchy, and supernatural. And the source is a manga. So. Yeah, this kind of reminds me like that, that um, I guess the formula of probably going to be, you know, guy with a bunch of girls and caught in you know etchy situations probably strengthens them you think they're gonna go that route the strengthens and the that's what it kind of implies to me i mean intimacy strengthens them yeah could be or they're just maybe he's just a lucky lecher it could be it could be that one too the lucky lecher fight together against bad guys thing one of the two of them i'm going i'm going with arrow makes them stronger I mean, it's in the name of the group. Yeah, that's a interesting title. I don't, I don't know why they didn't <laughs> catch that when they when they made that title, or maybe it's just they're kind of stuck having to go along with it, even though they know it's bad. Either way, I love it. I I, I can't wait to see it. I want to watch. Want to watch. Calm down, Chris. I know, right? Still, I'm excited for all this etchy. Still half some been, away. It feels like it's been forever since we had a good solid etchy season it has been been some time i mean we got uh we get them here and there, but... this season but that's about it for this season and the previous season didn't have much either so uh ikebukuro westgate park this one is based on a series of urban mystery novels the story revolves around 20 year old makoto who frequently gets involved in highly dangerous situations usually against his own judgment Along for the ride are his best buddies, Shun, Masa, and Takashi, and uh, the magnet leader of the local gang in Ikebukuro. This is being done by Studio Dogo Kobo, who's done, of course, Nozaki-kun, Monthly Girl Nozaki-kun, New Game, Sing Yesterday for Me, Tadakun Never Falls in Love. The genres are drama, mystery, romance, and the series composition is being done, or the source is a series of novels by Ida Ishida, and it was later adapted into TV and film. The series composition is being done by Fumihiko Shimo, who did Air, Clanad, Golden Time, Kokoro Connect, and New Game. So, Unfortunately, don't have a P for this one yet, which leads me to wonder if it's even going to happen next season, but I do love Dogokobo. I, I guess the big question mark is going to be if they, because they had Sing Yesterday for me done uh, when the spring season started. So that's why we actually are getting the entire show. But they did cancel um, our days of the day, uh, our days at our diary, the diary of the day, the, the diary of our days at the breakwater. I don't know why I have a problem with that title. <laughs> they did cancel that one after like, what was it? Two episodes. So, will they continue that? Or are they going to drop it and do this one? A lot of question marks coming up if this is actually going to be a thing. But, if it is a thing, I really do trust Dogokobo. I love their work. And it's got some solid people behind it. So, we'll see. That sounds good. You like the PV? I, I love the oh, PV. Oh, wait, it's the same exact PV. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't let the PV play. Uh, so, you can see the Lucky Letcher over and over again. And then do a very erotic handhold uh, group attack thing. Well, like it, like like you were saying, Dogokobo hardly ever 
is a miss for us. Yeah, I mean, it does. It they have missed, but generally they're pretty pretty on for us. So I I'm I'm pretty okay with them. Whatever it is. Yeah, I mean they've had some misses with their co- their comedy shows. Um, but I mean with the plethora of comedy shows and cute girls doing cute things they've done, it's not really saying much. But a lot of their serious shows, like yesterday, seeing yesterday for me and uh, Tadaku Never Falls in Love, are usually really solid. So I can I can look forward to them again branching out to different things besides just drama and comedy and cutesy. Maybe this is their you know attempt of, of doing more serious stuff. So that's exciting. Again, Ikibukuro Westgate Park. Forward to that one. All right, next one is Lapis Relights. Uh, no clue what this is about. No synopsis. <laughs> but the studio is Yokohama Animation Lab, who's done Miru Tights and that amazing show, and Starlight Promises. So, I was trying to figure it out as well. It, it looks like it's kind of a mix between a magical girl and a and a idol show. I. It's, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. It, it's. It seems interesting. I definitely. Um. Th- when I first glanced at it, I almost thought of um. Wakaremas, the the giraffe show. Review Starlight. Review Starlight. Review so, Starlight. Sorry, not review. So I'm wondering if it's kind of tied in there, but at this point, it's just kind of throwing it up in the air. We don't don't have very much information, so. Yep. The genres are music. The source is a multimedia franchise by K-Lab and Kadokawa uh, Corporation. The director will be Hiroyuki Hata, who did recently My Sister is Unusual and Yuru Yuri. Series composition by Hajime Asano, who did who created Mayoshika, or Shiki, Mayoshiki, and the spin-off manga for Classroom Crisis, Another Crisis. So, yeah, just basically looks like the studio's attempt to jump into that whole idle multimedia project thing, which seems like we get one every season now. <laughs> which, I mean, it's not a bad thing. There's, there's been a lot of good shows out of those things. Like, recently we had 22-7, which turned out to be a fantastic show. So, if it works out, works out. We'll see. It looks This one looks more like it's kind of centered around almost was looking like a fantasy setting, very cutesy uh, academy kind of thing, so... We'll see. We'll see what kind of story it really kind of goes for. Since we don't have a synopsis, <laughs> uh, it's surprising not to have a synopsis when you have like as long as a, P- a PV that this one does. Maybe it's somewhere and I just can't find it. No, nope, just information about their mobile game, <laughs> mobile games, and that's it. So yeah, look for the mobile game too. I'm sure it won't come over here. But if you have like a Android, you can probably get it. Alright, and our last one for the new shows is a release by Netflix. They're going to do a full release of this one, um, which I've kind of, we've mentioned before in our previous discussional podcast episodes. Uh, this one's releasing on July 9th on Netflix. It's called Nihon Chinbotsu 2020, or Japan Sinks 2020. Uh, the setting for this adaptation is moved from 1970 to Japan 2020 because this is based off of a novel that was written by Sakyo Komatsu back in 1973. But they've changed the setting on it to the 20s, uh, 2020. Uh, just after the Tokyo Olympics, the story centers around Muto family and the siblings Ayumi and Takashi. The four members of the Muto family are caught in an earthquake that hits Tokyo an attempt to escape the city while disaster claws at their heels. It's done by Studio uh, Science Saru, who did Devilman Crybaby, Ping Pong, the animation, uh, Keep Your Hands Off Izuken, Night is Short, Walk on Girl. These genres are drama and sci-fi. The source is, again, a novel written by Sakyo Komatsu. And the director is Masaki Uesa, who, of course, did Devilman Crybaby, Ping Pong, the animation, Izuken, and night is short walk on girl. And again, these is releasing on Netflix in full on July 9th. It'll be 10 episodes. So I am super hyped for it because it looks fantastic. And I loved magnitude 8.0 Tokyo magnitude 8.0. So <laughs> I'm a sucker for disasters in Japan, which I shouldn't be. Uh, it's, it's the characters themselves. So 
not the disaster. I mean, it looks amazing. I, I'm, I'm scared that it's going to be one of those crazy. I, I, I would hope more for the drama side, but it looks like it's going to be one of those torture type shows. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I that that one will be in the air for me. Definitely will be. Get it air because they're on a plane. <laughs> no, that wasn't what I was talking about. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Japan I'll give scene. you. I'll give you the pun if if I intended on it. it but I didn't. I didn't intend that one. Yeah, Japan Sinks 2020, or Nihon Chimbutsu 2020, again, July 9th on Netflix. And that's it for the new shows, besides some shorts that we'll talk about later. Uh, moving forward, we have a returning series. We have our first one is, of course, ReZero, again, <laughs> it's ReZero, Kara Hajimaru Isekai Sekatsu 2, or ReZero, Starting Life in Another World, Season 2. Uh, this is the second season of the ReZero series. That was being done by Studio White Fox again. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to that one. I think the... This is one of those ones where... I, I think after they kind of revealed there was a, a delay, they kind of released another PV, and I looked at it, and I immediately said, I really need to stop looking at PVs for this show, because I I almost kind of don't... This is the one we've already seen before. I, I can put this one on the screen. There was another PV that was released, and I started watching it, and I like quickly turned it off because I'm like, I really, I don't want to see anymore. <laughs> Not only that, but I'm still buying the light novels, and the covers on the light novels are making me ask questions too. Like, there was one that had Amelia and somebody particular in the background that I really don't know if I want to know who that is. So, yeah, trying to avoid more information. Just wanted to come back, and hopefully it. Uh, Probably is based on the PV going to be a solid second season, and hope that actually comes out. Yeah, I guess that's the first question: is that, is it really going to come out? <laughs> Believe it when I see it. Yeah. So yeah, ReZero second season. Look forward to that one. And again, another one that I kind of have been stopping looking at PVs at this point. Uh, but Yahari Ore no Seishun Love Comedy wa Machigataru Kan or My Team Romantic Comedy Snafu is uh, is coming back. Third season. Really, again, hoping it actually does. Uh, wanting to, it, it has been a delayed... It's, it's, it's too long delayed. Andrew's eventual... Sobbing in tears in a corner, or cheering with excitement, or just hating life. I'm, I'm telling you, you just might as well. One of those write it three off. things is going to happen. Just write it off, and I know. <laughs> write it off and be done with it. It's just, it's not going to happen the way I know it's. I know it's not going to. But I can always just rewatch the first part and act like nothing ever, else ever happened. Kind of like we do with Orimo. Kind of like we do with Bunny Drop with the mangas. You at some point realize that at some point things went the wrong direction. You go, well, that didn't happen. That must have I, just been a fever dream. Should have moving just, on. Should have just wrote it off when I told you. <laughs> when Chris on. said write it off, you should have done it. But no, you just keep going on. Well, the, I mean, for the people that have not watched Nafu, the, the the big draw, of course, is you know best girl Yui. But there's also this aspect of the dialogue. It, it's it's very reminiscent of. Something like the Monogatari series, where it's very heavy dialogue, but there's so much good dialogue in there that I just eat up every single line that's kind of going through it. And the main character being, like, so self-deprecating for others' benefit, being a drama point to the whole thing, it's just, there's a lot of great stuff in there of, like, character study that I absolutely love, so... Just... I'm trying to save you a whole bunch of pain. I I really am... (laughs) I'm really trying to save you a bunch of pain. Write it Sword off. Line, Alicization, War of the Underworld Part 2. The last part of the Alicization arc. Uh, it is apparently going to come back. We'll see. <laughs> 11 episodes, I think it's supposed to be. But, um, yeah, I'm looking. that one kind of stopped at a very stupid point. So, kind of do want to see, you know, what happens next. Just because it was a really stupid stopping point. <laughs> But that's that's the sucky thing about split cores. 
And apparently, Anan no Shobotai ni no Shou. The second season of Fire Force is coming out next season. So David Production returning for that one. So cool stuff there. I I'm very mixed on the series. So, but I, I would like to see more. I mean, again, another one that I would like to see best girls. I almost want to say best girl, but I thankfully threw in best girls in there because there's a lot of good girls in that one. So, yeah, hopefully that's some solid intros like they did last season too. No Guns Life, apparently that is also going to come back. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if that second core pops back in there. I kind of dropped the first core immediately when I found out they were doing a split core. And I kept telling myself that I would go back and watch the whole thing once the second core fires up. So we'll see if I can get time to do that one. Obviously, since we only have like 20 shows this next season, I'm sure I'll have plenty of time to get caught up, but we'll see. I really need to change what PV is sitting on the screen right now because I hate seeing <laughs> corpses of my favorite characters scrawling by at ReZero over and over again. Like I'm he, only he's I'm, talking. A, I'm only glancing up at the at whenever the 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 girl comes up. So I'm I'm <laughs> I just have like it just it's playing on loop and I just seeing the corpse and I'm listening to you talk about, you know, talking me down on Snafu and stuff and just there's a corpse again. I know everything's going to be all right. I know everything's going to be all right. Let's put this one over here. I have no clue what this is, but it's going to be over here. The second season of Muho to Ryoji no Mahoritsu Shodan Jumusho, which I'm sure I butchered to death, which is the second season of the, the, the same thing I'm not going to say again. Uh, that one's coming back, so if you are a fan of this show I've never heard of before, awesome. I'm, I'm happy for you. Definitely look forward to that one. It's done by Studio Dean. Yes, Studio Dean apparently doing action comedy mystery supernatural. I'm sure you knew that already, based off of manga. No, I just knew that it was by Steen, Studio Dean because it oh. said Studio Dean because Andrew wrote down Studio Dean. Yeah, exactly. Got you. Or was in the PV. <gasps> the Pony Girls are back. The Pony Girls are back. Yes. Next one. <laughs> oh, you need to know what Pony Girls. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, Uma Yon is coming out, which is going to be a short. This is all the short shows, by the way. We're going to the shorts. Uma Yon. Or U-M-A-Y-O-N. Umayon. This one is a pop and cute everyday anime based on the four-comma manga featuring the characters from Uma Muzume. Or Pretty Derby. Uh, this one's being done by Studio W-Tune Studio and DMM Future Works. So, look forward to more cute horse girls. I do kind of miss Uma Muzume. Even though it wasn't the greatest show ever. <laughs> they were definitely cute characters, so... You want to see them, and it's not really technically because they typically do chibi. This is kind of like, uh, yeah. you know, kind of mid, in the middle, mid size. <laughs> yeah, they're not like full on chibi mode, so they kind of keep some perspective of their character design more than chibis do. <laughs> Besides hair and and some odd features <laughs> that kind of tell them apart. Yep, look forward to that one. And next one is Cho Futsu Toshi. Kashiwa Densetsu R. This one is the Legend of the Super Normal City Kashiwa R. A surreal gag anime about a fe uh, female junior high school students who, along with the mysterious creatures, attend a junior high school set in the real Kashiwa town, together loosely conveying the charm of Kashiwa with content related to the town and its events. Um, I hope the show is not as 2D as this PV <laughs> because it literally just characters with their mouths changing back and forth between closed and open. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Studio Super Normal Studio. It's a very stupid, uh, super normal studio. And then the last one we have is Get Up, Get Live, Chibi Shorts of the VA's X2D Entertainer Project Get Up, Get Live. The story centers around an aspiring comedian uh, entertainers who all gathered at SSS, a talent agency for comedians. The story portrays a fictional and jealousy in their rivalry, ri rivaling careers as well as their admiration towards the industry veterans. 
their disappointments, and the obstacles to their success as they aspire to become the greatest entertainments in Japan and the world. Yeah. Cute boys comedy, I guess. Chibi form. And lastly, to let you all know what shows are continuing on into the summer season from the spring season, we have Fruits Basket. Second season will continue on into the summer season going for 25 episodes. Uh, Shadowverse apparently is going to 48 episodes. Milky Mewkly Dream is going for 48 episodes. And apparently Great Pretenders are continuing on into the next season. I didn't know that was actually releasing already. So apparently Great Pretenders already released 23 episodes. Uh, Netflix has that. So we'll probably see that sometime next season as well. The first core of that, hopefully. Because that one is definitely one that I want to watch really badly. It's the Wit Studio show that is looks phenomenal. So... We'll see. We'll see. Netflix, whenever you decide that you want to release that, that'd be Are they going to release fine. Brand New Beast sooner or later? That's at the end of this month. You need to hurry up. Brand New Animal, not Brand New Beast. Oh, okay. Jeez, Chris. Right? You calling her a beast? I was calling the guy around her a beast. He's a werewolf. I don't care. He doesn't deserve her. My gosh, you being mean to werewolves and wolves is crazy. Uh, lastly, we have movies, again, subject to change, possibly happening in the summer season. Uh, they're going to attempt to screen Fate Grand Order, the Camelot arc movie. Uh, we have um, Umi Be no Entrangler. That's a really weird name. That's apparent coming out. Uh, the Kud Wafter one, that apparently is going to come out in uh, September. We'll see. They're going to do the three seasons of Attack on Titan compile into movies, apparently, at some point in July. Uh, we've got Gekachuban uh, Sailor Moon Eternal 1. I did not know that was happening, so apparently... <laughs> I didn't even know they were doing more Sailor Moon, but apparently they are, so cool. The Usagi Special Birthday Party 2019 event announced Sunday that a two-part theatrical sequel anime in the Sailor Moon Crystal anime series subtitled Eternal will open Japan theaters in 2020. Cool. It's going to be adapting the Deadman arc. Cool stuff. Hopefully we get that over here in the West. That'd be fantastic. Shika no... Oh. That one is not one I've heard of either. ONAs we have, again, I mentioned earlier, The Great Pretender. Apparently has already had 11 episodes, but that's going on for 23 episodes. I think I misspoke that earlier. Uh, yeah, apparently that whole are you the only one that loves me thing is going to come out. Nobody cares because Andrew's angry at that show for doing that. So if you plan on importing that just to watch that last episode, good on you. <laughs> the uh, extra episode, 13th episode, hopefully, who, who had 22-7? Was that Funimation? That was Funimation, wasn't it? Actually, I think it was Crunchyroll. Was it? That's great. Because <laughs> then there's a better chance that we can get the OVA for 22.7. Uh, 22. No, that was definitely Funimation. Think so? Yeah. Was it on Crunchyroll too? Maybe. Maybe they had it on there as well. Yeah, you might be right. I'm, I, I have a memory of a slug. Remember that. Yeah, I think Crunchyroll was able to watch uh, pop them up uh, a week later. Yeah, that's that's less likely that we'll get that, but hopefully, because Twenty Two Seven's getting their thirteenth uh, episode included in a Blu-ray DVD release in Japan. Hopefully, which has the three extra girls that you kind of see at the last of that series. So hopefully, we can get that. That'd be fantastic. Uh, looks like Kabu, uh, Kabu Chico Sherlock is getting um, more OVAs, and then there's that crazy I'm a Dino Girl show that's going on Netflix apparently. <laughs> and uh, I think that's it it's had a very very light season we literally got, went through all of it in one hour yeah. usually these previews are at least an hour and 45-ish but um, seems like last last season we were talking about it for three hours so what are you thinking Chris what are you thinking oh the most important part uh so again, we're not not going with in our 
most excited list we typically don't do are the most uh, any shows that are returning. Obviously, for me, it's Snafu, it's ReZero. Super excited to see those come back. Other than that, um, definitely Rent a Girlfriend is way up high on my list. I think the second under that is probably Decadence. But yeah, I'm pretty easy. I, I want Chan. all the I want all the etchy shows. So. <laughs> But yeah, rent a girlfriend. Um, the the all the girls want me because I'm the hero. The <laughs> Good uh, title. I, I you you made it up, so I went with it. It's like the entire top list is is, is returning, so we can put that off the side. So yeah, basically, re- rent a girlfriend, decadence, Izaki Chan. Um, is that the yeah Izaki Chan? It's the wants to be with me or something. Oh, Ikebukuro, Westgate Park, if that actually does happen. That's definitely up there as well. And after that, probably Monster Muzume. I'll, I'll give Monster Muzume my fifth one. Probably. I, the... That, that's four, isn't it? it? Literally, I can make five. The an entire list is five. Because there's not many shows outside of the returning shows. So, yeah. Rent a Girlfriend, Decadence, Monster Muzume... Westgate, and I don't even know if I have a five. Why did you scroll up? Those are all returning. It's the reason I did that. Uh. <laughs> I guess I'll give the hentai arrows one my fifth slot. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Peter Grills. Yeah, Peter Grills. I'll, I'll give Peter Grills my fifth one because I don't think they're going to really. I don't. I I honestly have zero hope for Dikyo hentai arrows. That's probably going to be a very generic show. We'll see. It could it could turn out to be something going good. So just etchy shows. So, yeah, pretty much. So mm-hmm. uh, Uzaki Chan, Peter Grill, Monster Musume, uh, Dyokyo Hentai Heroes. You need a fifth. Where, where's, where's the fifth hentai? You you missed my uh, uh, Rent a Girlfriend. That was like. Top oh yeah, list. I guess that does is that is technically <laughs> in the etchy interview too. So no, that was my top of the list, and then the etchy shows. Gotcha. You totally did not hear what I said, but so that's all right. Technically doing my list. I'll help you. <laughs> I was technically doing my list, and I guess that's the unfortunate thing is it's like literally the, the for new shows, it's eleven. 11 new shows, 11 new shows, five returning shows, and then technically one left over from the previous season. Well, there could be people watching, you know, Shadowverse and stuff, but nobody that I know of. I mean, I am curious about the lights one, but it's not, I I don't, it's, unfortunately, we don't have a lot of information about it, so it's like, eh. Yeah, well, we'll see on that one. That is hard that to is get excited a... about something you don't know what it is. And then that, that again goes back to the whole aspect of like it's got to have a really solid writer that's going to come in there, take basically a bunch of character designs that are supposed to, are made to sell something, and give them a story arc that will actually work in an anime. So, and they sometimes do that really well. Twenty two seven, they do that fantastic. So. But I think 227 they had, well, I don't know how long t- they've had on this one, but 227 I know has been kind of been in work for a while. So yeah, that's um that's the summer 2020 season. Hopefully um the shows that I've been eagerly waiting for an entire season will actually come out this next season and we can just be happy that we have those finally coming out. <laughs> shows like that's the other unfortunate thing is I don't know Decadence hasn't really had anybody Marked is grabbing that one, so that's a really big, huge question mark on that one. The yeah, not not many of these have actually been picked up yet, besides the ones that I mentioned earlier. I'm sure ReZero is going to be on Crunchyroll. I think they've already pretty much released the trailers for that one. High Dive's already grabbed on Snafu. Of course, everybody's got Sword Art. I'm sure Crunchyroll will get the second season of Fire Force. I think they've been chiming on that one as well. That's the question mark. Who has rent a girlfriend? I don't know. I have a feeling that Crunchyroll is going to dominate this season. I am thinking Funimation is going to grab rent a girlfriend for some reason. 
You think so? I can feel it. My my doki dokis for for kawaii girls is is tingling and saying that Funimation will grab this from me, and they will ruin it. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> Anyways, I like when I search for is actually gfrental.com. The world's first girls on demand. Oh, they have like Andrew, listings on Andrew. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's not cute. Anime girls. Dang it. That's not cute anime girls. Anyways, um that you're you're in a site you probably don't want to be in. Just saying. They look like girls I could take home to grandma. Come on. Anyways, uh yeah. Hopefully you guys are excited for summer 2020 season even though it is kind of dry. Again, returning big hitters hopefully this time. Uh, whatever shows you guys are excited for, definitely let us know. Hit us up on the forums at Atakuspirit.com or hit us up on Twitter. All of our social media links are at Atakuspirit.com. We hope you guys enjoyed this run-through of the summer 2020 season and uh, definitely look forward to checking this stuff out and giving you guys our first impressions once that time comes around. If you're new to our particular podcast, we definitely go through every season, do previews, first impressions, reviews of each season, and we try to cover pretty much as much as possible of every single season, giving everything a shot. So we hope you guys enjoyed and you all take care. Oos. Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>